Welcome to episode 21 of our CI for Life podcast. I am Rick Highland. Today's topic is weekly planning the trim tab for life. My wife Cheryl and I love to slalom water ski. We've loved to water ski ever since we first learned on Montana lakes in our teenage years at Lake Blaine and Lake Five. Today the kids love wakeboarding and surfing instead, but Cheryl and I are huge water skiing fans. The other day Cheryl took me for a morning ski on a very calm glass water lake at 7.30 a.m. before anybody was up. Suddenly, as we were going 30 miles per hour, the boat abruptly tilted on its side. The jolting didn't really affect me behind the boat, but the family members and Cheryl in the boat were highly (laughs) alarmed because uh, someone really could have been thrown out. Thankfully, no one was injured, but we were shocked that the boat was running at 30 miles an hour could suddenly tilt the way it did. As we arrived home, incidentally, uh, we found a letter in the mail telling us that uh, some software on our boat needed an update, and in its current configuration, Uh, The current software configuration could cause the boat's trim tab, a little water wing underneath the boat, to pitch our boat at high speeds, causing serious injury or harm. That's what the letter said. Yikes. The software update was an easy fix and the boat is fine, but we consider ourselves very lucky. Compared to the massive 23-foot, 6,000-pound boat, this trim tab seemed small and very inconsequential. Yet these small little sheets of metal can change the whole angle and plane of a massive boat very high speeds. When a trim tab is working effectively, it can give you that uh, glass, that perfect angle on your boat, uh, so that it turns a maybe bumpy water skiing in the wake to very little wake at all. Or for the surfers, that little trim tab adds and cleans up the wake so the surf looks even better than the North Beach at Waikiki. I'm amazed how such a small lever can have such a big effect on performance. This experience got me thinking about my research on habits, happiness, continuous improvement, and productivity. If something as small as a trim tab can have such a big effect, what could be the analogous trim tab for our personal performance? What is that trim tab activity in our lives that can make the difference between a bad ride in life or a great ride? I submit for today's podcast that weekly planning is the trim tab activity for personal improvement and productivity. So many people give up on their goals or don't even set them anymore because urgency often wins over importance. Moving at 30 miles per hour in life, people often make and address urgent in-your-face tasks first, letting the non-urgent but highly important activities get swept aside in life's wake. Our lives are full of urgent requirements to pay bills, to respond to emails, to attend various meetings, to take kids to lessons and sports activity and respond to phone calls. If we let every urgent task control all of our life, we don't get any of those long-term important goals done. Weekly planning is our trim tab that can change all that. Weekly planning serves as a bridge between daily planning and yearly goal setting. Spending 30 minutes each week to calibrate your goals will set you on a happy and fulfilling course for the week. You never go into a competition without a game plan. Some of the best football teams script the first 20 plays of a game based on their planning. The need for game planning is also apparent in industrial settings, where every hour of a maintenance shutdown is extremely costly for lost production. Great shutdowns script out the first several days activity by activity to ensure a good start to the maintenance shutdown period. Our time is so precious. Why would we not start our week with a weekly game plan? There's four benefits of weekly game planning as I see it. Number one, focus on and accomplish the important non-urgent activities in your life. Number two, avoid getting sucked into the busy trap. Number three, prioritize activities you've wanted to do but have been procrastinating. 
And number four, that feeling of satisfaction that comes from working on your most important life goals. Here are some key success factors for carrying out your weekly game plan. Number one, have your purpose statement and yearly goals in front of you when setting up your weekly plan. Number two, set your weekly game plan in all areas of your life, not just work. Specifically set goals in the following areas, physical, spiritual, emotional, family and relationships, work and financial. Number three, establish the same time each week to develop your plan. Sunday nights are a great time to set up your week. Train your brain with a consistent time and place to weekly game plan. Number four, refer to your weekly game plan during your daily planning sessions. Number five, measure your completion percentage on weekly planning. An 80% completion percentage says you're accomplishing a lot, but maybe not setting too easy of goals or too hard of goals for the week. Number six and seven are very important. Don't get discouraged. Treat each day and each week as a learning system, not a win or loss or failure. And number seven, honor what you do well. Recognize yourself. Uh, praise and recognition go a long way in your weekly game, game plan process and learn from what you do and what you don't get accomplished. Enjoy the process. Here is a, a, I'm going to include on a, a website a weekly planning worksheet and sample. If you go to www.ciforlife.org, you can download a weekly game. You can see a sample and you can download a weekly planning worksheet that you can use each week. That's at www.ciforlife.org. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Until next time, live a sustainable life of continuous improvement. Goodbye.